Do we have like a rough plan on what all topics do we touch or with everyone you just do it like a random conversation? No, we have a plan. Okay. You don't have to worry about that. But if you want to talk about something, then you no, can just no, tell us in advance. No, no, but with your plan, I know your plan. I want to know your plan. <laughs> yes. Um, so our plan is that we'll, um, first we'll traverse your journey. Mm-hmm. We'll start with... Um, when you I were an know. embryo. I don't know. थिंग्स <laughs> 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 before uh, you settled on to uh, these lovely things yeah um so yeah and then we'll talk about what it's like at wildberry is it wild would you prefer wildberry organics or do you prefer wildberry or is either it like, of it is cool we can just do wildberry also like what do you tell people like you're the ceo of wildberry or like you just do you, say I, do you have a chief brewing officer or something funky like that yes he's everything but what yeah, is yeah 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 depends depends on the audience i guess I just say I'm the whole and soul for Wildberry Organics right now. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome the whole and soul of Wildberry Organics on our <laughs> podcast. Thank okay. you. Thank you. And uh, yeah, so basically questions around that and mm-hmm. your motivations uh, to do certain things. नहीं पार्टी क्या नहीं नहीं वैसे अरे यार not life in general <laughs> work in general like yeah मतलब engineering engineering के बाद Hmm. some work in like with ngos and from there how did you actually it's agar, quite vivid haan. na ki yahan hmm. se leke suddenly organics company chalu kar diya hmm. brewing hmm. going ka hmm. to wohi utna hi rahega theek hai utna hi rahega hmm yeah i'm actually i actually don't even know what was your stream it at kharagpur mining mining oh i see कोर प्लेसमेंट यूट गा नाइकिया और अब उसका कट टू 20 इयर्स लेटर निहारिका इज डूइंग द सेम बट ओनली विद माइनिंग या आई नो आई वाज आई आई यूज्ड टू गो टू दिस फिजी इन सैफाबाद एंड वंस दीस पास आउट आई डोंट नो हु दे वर बट आई एम श्योर दे हैड लाइक अ रियली बैड लाइफ अदरवाइज बिकॉज़ दीस गाइस केम बैक टू फिजी टू अ टॉप दैट यू नो व्हाटएवर द द टॉप बैचेस वर वहां पे आके दे सेड कि ओ वी cracked uh, je if mm. you study hard and do well you will also crack je mm. and uh, they were like um, uh, and i asked them listen if you are bad at maths can you crack the je and the entire room started laughing it was so embarrassing mm. and these fuckers i don't know what they did but you know i'm sure uh, <laughs> on the whole like most engineers they've led a, re- a remarkably unremarkably ordinary life But embarrassing for whom? For them or for you? For me, I don't care about them. 
but why did you ask that question then? Achha, Aray, you, you haven't I, thought it through. This was like uh, first. Oh, because it seems a genuine question. I was uh, first few months. I was like, I like physics. I can do physics. I can do chemistry. No, no. Ha, no, Maths, I'll tell you ha, why also. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, because I genuinely know a guy who knew that my IIT will not be. Not because ki he was like ki self-aware or whatever. Mm. Because his strategy was simply that I will go there. I will try. I will attempt every question in math, and I'll mm. get it right. Mm. I'll attempt every question in physics, and I'll get it right. Mm. But chemistry, I won't touch. Mm. I will not touch only because I don't like doing chemistry. Now, as a whole, subject-wise, cut off. Sir, I think bits pilani wala isme hai nahi because the bits exam you just need to get a score. Mm. So he did exactly that. Funnily enough, out of three sixty, one twenty marks for every mm. paper, right? Mm. So he got 120 plus 120, 240. Mm. And uh, chemistry, mein, all the sections where there were no negative marks, mm. he put random stuff. Thoda sa intuitively bhi dal diya. Ab wo paper hi different hai, right? Mm. IIT is a lot more aisa, whatever, tougher in mm. that sense. So mm. kuch kuch to class mein baidne se bhi aa jata hai. And this is not a guy who doesn't study anyway. So usme kuch kar kar ke he scored, he, he somehow got it after, out, uh, above 300. And ended up in Brits Goa. Exam strategies are very funny. Everyone has their own uh, weird strategy to crack. But that's exams. the thing I missed. I never really looked at it as strategy. I was like, that physics math is not going to be able to do it. And then I was fucked. Because I'm like, it's not about. No- and I, I didn't realize that it was not about knowledge, it hmm. is about strategy. Like, you See, know, basically, it's, it's like a game, essentially. When you don't like what you're studying, then you need to have strategy, right? <laughs> if you like what you're studying, then it's fun. Yeah. Right. <sighs> Never mind, but what I'm trying to say is your question was pretty genuine that way. Yeah, I like... It was genuine and I think if I was there on the other side to answer, I would have said it's completely fine. Huh. I mean, clearly it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I clearly because, remember uh, having that, um, say, you know... What is that? Realization, say, much, much later. Like, during JE and all, I really enjoyed physics. I was studying for the sake of studying. I never even had the motto of, I'm going to clear JE, I'm going to get there. That was not there for me. I was enjoying it. But after I entered engineering and I'm doing all these courses, I realized, yeah, maths is not my thing. So, when you were, like, Numbers studying, you didn't want to actually get into JE or something? Or you were no, just uh, riding the I was the just, wave. like, whatever study studying, I wanted to learn the concepts. I was, like, if you go to MSET, we will not learn the concepts, we will just tell strategy. Bataenge. So, I was, like, if you concepts in JE, I will concepts to learn concepts. Sure. Because that also didn't work for me. <laughs> that just means I'm not smart enough, I guess. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it's okay, you found a subject that you love and you learned that subject. Yeah, yeah, very, very mm. accidentally. But, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm like lucky enough because mm. some lucky accidents are required. So yeah, uh, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. Your, which school did you go to? You were in Hyderabad, right? You grew up in Hyderabad. Yes, I grew up in Hyderabad. I went to Sangamitra School. Acha. And then did you go to either of the Narana Chaitanya thingies or? Of course. Wow. <laughs> Who didn't? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. If you're in Hyderabad, you. You'll end up there somehow. I guess now it's all Baiju's, right? Baiju's bought... Did they buy Narayana too? I no, they bought Akash. No <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> they bought the... Uh, <laughs> they sponsor the Indian cricket team. They can <laughs> technically buy... <laughs> the cheapest... <laughs> most people. <laughs> like the cheapest uh, torch chamber they bought. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Man, I'm... Uh, I still can't believe they have Fidji and Chaitanya Narayana. And that's... Uh, 
I don't know if they're still that important after the pandemic. Do you think? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they are. Right. Uh, lots of people. It's not like more colleges have opened up, right? Yeah. Do you uh, Do you want to guess how many uh, people Ames Delhi took in last year, or no. every year? No. <laughs> Take a guess. <laughs> no. Fifty. What? But that's how they remain Ames Delhi. Huh? Also, no? Ames Delhi. Okay, I fudged it. Ames Delhi till about 2008 used to take about 50 students mm-hmm. and they increased that number. So in 2016 they took a full 100 students. Wow. Right? <laughs> it and it's like at this point the pie is so small. It I mean it's just crazy. Like 100 is ridiculously small. I know, I know. Like uh, even if you did uh, 100 doctors per year, that's not enough for Delhi. Hmm. forget India like if you are having that's a national that's not enough for Ames if you are like if they are like looking Aray, that's not enough people. for Malvia Nagar man like <laughs> 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 nah, if like even Ames wants to fill up doctors like from its college only yeah yeah it's not enough yeah. but I guess this yeah this yeah, this is why uh, you know when they have like oh this doctor he's 100 years old he's still doing surgery he has to <laughs> like how else there are no more doctors <laughs> Oh, and all these uh, students in Ukraine, they're all doctors only, no? Yeah. They've all yeah. gone to study medicine. I know. And one guy you know, died they, also. Yeah, they get dirt cheap or something. Yeah. Cheap, which is cheap which because it's like 25 lakhs or something. Yeah, so why wouldn't cheap. you go? Like, agar, I mean... China and, and all that also they're going, no? China, are they? Okay. I think Philippines also has this yeah, medical yeah, yeah. studies. <laughs> when Russia attacks China <laughs> and, and the students yeah. are stuck there, <laughs> then we'll find out <laughs> about students <laughs> in China. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, I can't, you know, I can't imagine uh, private colleges also being so expensive for undergrad, yeah, especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because like, Khadakpur was like nothing. <laughs> like, they increased the fees after we left. Ah, just when, just when you were leaving, not that. Yeah. Way. And there was an uproar with your batch also. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly, even in our batch, they had increased it by the end, but it was a decent increase. It wasn't like astronomical. I still remember, so. Uh, me and Kritat were talking to another friend of ours who was there in Manipal mm-hmm. and that guy's hostel fee was Kritat's year Kapura <laughs> fee <laughs> no no it was something even more ridiculous something like I could get my entire bachelor's and he wouldn't be able to pay for food for the year mm. something like it was just crazy cheap like um, I'm sure yeah you graduated before much before me 2000 yeah so she so graduated it was... with like Biswa's batch yes I was in Biswas batch. You were in Biswas batch. Achha, achha, achha. So, <laughs> why you should keep saying that more. <laughs> I shouldn't be saying it. I should be like, hey, Nehrika, did you go to IIT Kharagpur? Yes, I graduated with Biswas batch. <laughs> Biswa graduated along with me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, fun fact, uh, you know, there was this... Uh, very so did you actually I'm sorry I'm interrupting yeah, sure, sure, sure. did you actually like see him in that color t-shirt lumbar ball face like he does this whole joke about it no I'm not sure about the lumbar ball but I remember seeing him on the stage he used to go perform for like English music the inter halls and all achha, achha, achha. Uh, there was no stand up back then in the college so I haven't seen him perform comedy back then there was very little stand up period in India but I knew that um, um, through like batchmates that you know there was this very annoying person (laughs) 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 absolutely not (laughs) 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 like he was always like pulling someone's legs so like people uh, didn't like him he didn't make friends 
No, no, who cares? A few um, of yeah. you, uh, people from TVF also, right? In, in that batch. Um. Basically, Sarkar would have been there. Sarkar was there yeah. in ca- campus, and he was active with the Dram Society. So I remember seeing a couple of his plays. Yeah. I remember him bringing out a doll and like playing the doll at the end of the play, like a Shah Rukh Khan or something. I don't remember the context. Though. So our previous episode, <laughs> no, we started like rumors, and now we are going to continue the tradition. So. Here's your chance. Like, <laughs> give us something. <laughs> I'm very bad with rumors, man. Yeah. Well, it's 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 not a rumor, but um, uh, Sarkar and uh, all these other people from um, uh, KGP they started the TFPS and um, Technology Film and Photography okay. Society, okay. and that has really stayed a staple. So they mm. keep making their. you know annual movies mm-hmm. uh, i don't know i think they have enough gear now so they have enough to shoot a short film and enough know how to edit it and now it's youtube so you put it out so lots of people see it yeah. and um, one batch especially kind of graduated and um, some people from mining in there uh, and uh, you know uh, i don't know if you uh, if you knew ashe satyam i think they were after your time uh, and so no uh, famous people from mining per se like <laughs> no i'm sure other than you of course but <laughs> otherwise you wouldn't have been on our podcast i think that's the first thing you forget right like i mean what if you if you did become famous for something else your undergrad education is not something no no i was just with. wondering because all this was like going on were they like people from mining also Who, who are in like TVF now or whatnot? Yeah. Well, I don't know if you've heard Sarup. There's this uh, one person called Niharika. She's opened this company. Yeah, that's what I said. That's why that's why she's on our podcast. But like other than her, of course. Um. So there are a couple of uh, people I think who are in like Forbes 30 under 30 list and all of that. Yeah, that too. Once few. you're in IIT, you will end up being. <laughs> Not like, everyone yeah. does. <laughs> But you know, recently, clearly I'm there are two people <laughs> not on the Forbes 30 under 30 on this podcast. Uh, But also, you know, recently at an event, I met someone who was like, you know, is talking about marketing for businesses, and he's like, "Tell me which magazine you want to, uh, like, you know, get uh, an article written about your business." If you want Forbes 30 under 30, also we can talk to agencies. You just pay them, <laughs> you can get onto this application procedure, and they'll help you with it. <laughs> Build your profile. I'm like, wow. I'm like, why did I think? Why didn't I think about it? If we have coaching for IITJ in this country, I'm sure we have coaching for Forbes 30 under 30 as well. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> the target audience is still the same. Like, you, <laughs> they come to I, <laughs> you take coaching, you get into IIT, then you take coaching. खत्म ही नहीं होता, पूरा life निकल जाता है, पढ़ते नहीं अपने आप से, है ना? That's the. वहाँ पे भी strategies लगा रहे strategies. Correct, correct, correct. Also, uh, coaching is such a nice term, ना मतलब. It's a nice word, yeah. Like you coach someone through something. बहुत ही खराब कर दिया उसको. It's also <laughs> it's also a misnomer because coaching implies you get better at the thing. Yeah. It's not necessarily the case <laughs> here, right? <laughs> you you end up like either hating it or like like you mentioned doing just it for just for the sake of it because. Yeah. So you you ended up like there just because obviously like you didn't know what else to do. Mining uh, is it? No, no, no. I mean, J. Just rolling it back a little bit. So, um, at school, uh, so I studied in a CBSE school. 
and uh, I think I did have that uh, little bit of superiority feeling that I'm better than SSC <laughs> because students. you were doing well in <laughs> and school. And once I completed school, um, I've seen few of them taking this JE coaching, like while in class ten. I've never done any of that. I never knew anything about it. Um, so I think once you finish your board exams, these Sri Chaitanya people and Narayana people are like just behind the buses trying to give their numbers to you, saying that you know we'll come to your house, <laughs> we will talk to you about admission process. And they came by. They did. They did came by. They told us what it is all about. But of course, that decision did not happen immediately. Talked to a couple of other cousins, and they said it's a good thing if you can get through. and uh, my my personal decision was my mom still says it was my choice to take this journey and they had no involvement i'm not quite sure i think i would like to believe that that it was my choice uh yeah um between the bpc and mpc category choice we had i thought rather than biology i would take just mpc so that's how yeah we- i feel like that's uh सच अ फॉल्स टाइकॉटमी द्रिएट नो या तो बाईपीसी ले सकते हो या एमपीसी ले सकते कुछ भी कर सकते हो यार बाकी सारे ऑप्शन पता ही नहीं थे नो वन वॉज रेडी टू टेल इज अबाउट यूक्रेन एंड मेडिसिन यू नो एंडक इन वर्ल्ड वॉर थ्री हाउ एक्साइटिंग दैट बिल्ड कैरेक्टर यू नो आई होप दर ऑल फाइन बट या आई मीन सो यासिंग <laughs> Do you want to or no? Yeah, we can skip that. Yeah, skip that. So you get out of IIT. So you get out of IIT. <laughs> 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 And you end up in an Australian mine. <laughs> I know. I know. So you like with an as yet identified unidentified mining company. Yeah. Are we naming it? No. No, we're not because I don't remember which one it is sort of. <laughs> no, no. I was just going to ask her straight up. Like we don't have to remember mining companies. No mind. It's okay. I can tell you the name. It's Rio Tinto. and uh, it was my first job on campus and uh, i was getting to go out of the country and explore yeah, another country people want country. to leave their house you're like i'm fucking off to like another hemisphere i so, know so how much <laughs> how much do you regret coming back niharika <laughs> so, i don't think i regret I know, just... how long how long were you there over there though about 3 years you were in Perth. australia acha okay And you were like working mines and all. Like, is this really a Sudha Murthy story, or is it like <laughs> what we just? I'm not quite sure if I can compare my story with Sudha Murthy's story. But uh... before we come to your work, just quick question: Is Perth a well-planned city? Because I know Melbourne is like, oof, it's just like squares. Is Perth also just squares? Like, I love seeing the map for Melbourne. Mm-hmm. It's just straight lines. Mm-hmm. It's like the closest we get in India is Chandigarh. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Chandigarh is for like this much, and then I it know. just like becomes weird. Yeah. Actually, Bhubaneswar also is very uh, planned. Is it? Yeah, very planned. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have units. They just call it Unit One, Unit Two, Unit Three. It's such a nice, <laughs> you know, very Spartan naming, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know if I've noticed that when I went to Bhubaneswar, I've been there, but I did notice all of this when I went to Chandigarh. um because i think by then i was working with hug darshak and i was talking about government yeah she just skipped a few years man we'll I get know. we'll get to hug darshak <laughs> no we'll we'll come back to perth uh, but so talking about perth i think perth is much much smaller than sydney melbourne and all the other cities uh but i think it's planned it's well planned so living it's, in australia is like same like do you have like a city center and then you live in the suburbs or like how is it 
Yes, there is city center and suburbs. I think we chose to be in the suburbs. We were also doing this whole roster of going to the mine site, coming back. So, you know, we didn't know how much of city life we would have really. So we were like, why spend so much money when you're not living in the city? Well, like, I'm still, like, I'm uh, just out of curiosity and we can skip it if you don't want to talk mm-hmm. about it either. Like, what do you do? On a mine? Yeah. Like. We just dig dirt. Yeah, yeah, that's what others are doing. I'm not. I'm, you were not handed shovels and asked to go in, no. <laughs> not really. So um, there were like multiple departments, and uh, we, when we joined, like first two years, the program for us was to like go to different departments, stay there for a few months, learn about each department. Right. So there's like a planning department, there's a production department, there is a drill and blast department. So. Okay. There's the whole geology and environment team, which were like the, you know, the other side and we were on this side, they were that side. But me being the feminine person, I used to be on both sides because I'm like, we have to do compliance. We have to follow that. And these guys are like, oh, night shift. We'll do whatever we like. <laughs> oh, so just in terms of compliance, uh, do you still have to put canaries in coal mines? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> and also i was on an open cast mine so we didn't need canaries that's more of underground mines right oh is, is an open cast mine where you like dig a chunk out of the ground and yes. everything is yes. just it's much exposed. more safer than an un- like an underground mining but inefficient in terms of how much dirt you have to dig to get your ore which is say i was in an iron ore mine whereas the canaries is generally coal mine so you're digging coal right yes Right. I just said that because <laughs> I, I mean, clearly you were not, it's not uh, Kalapathar uh, ka beginning, but yeah. uh, yes. Yeah, but okay, so you're digging up all this rokda. <laughs> so, and you're what, earning all this rokda at the same time. So, so did you say, was this iron ore? Like, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. That's interesting. What's the, I forget the name, what's the ore for iron? Is it ferrite? What is it called? Amatite. Ah, Okay. Interesting. So, so did you just uh, like dig the ore, or was there like did you dig it and process it at the same place, or so how does we that dig work? it and uh, we sent it to the port. From the port, it goes to China generally because that's where the demand is from generally. Achha. And China has the most processing capacity, so they do the processing from the ore to the metal. Uh, Even from India, they try to export ore to China, though we have a very bad quality. <laughs> Oh, right. Is this, uh, does Goa have iron ore or does that have different? Goa might have a little bit of iron. Wow, this has but become Orissa. a GK podcast real quick. Uh, this has become like a podcast for like ore nerds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think. Mapped, like, <laughs> they have like the entire India mined only like from the land, like in terms of ma- mines. They don't go states. Yeah. <laughs> And everyone's at the mine going and singing. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. There's a there's an expression of disgust on Saro's face. <laughs> which uh, I hope we got. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to wash down with this uh, <laughs> the sip of the peche. Which we'll also we'll get to. Which is yeah, brewed because, by uh, Niharika. Because I still don't fully understand uh, the difference between uh, kombucha and tepeche. Um, um, Everything is sweet and sour, is it? Y- yes every it's that can be said about food <laughs> like, <laughs> so ever since i got gout i haven't been able to drink coke and uh, every time i drink kombucha i remember <laughs> still not coke <laughs> but so close so close oh uh, man 
Um, anyways, um, we'll let us let us come back to Perth. Uh, but sort of, I just realized uh, we are deep into our podcast. Now we'll do uh, the. Shall we roll credits? No, no, <laughs> no. Oh wait, that happens at the end. I meant, shall we roll opening credits? Huh? Do you want to do it now, or we'll record the whole thing and reader will just do a bite? Yeah. I know we can do that. I was just thinking it would have been cool if we did it in the middle. Ah, then do it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Hyderabad Hiccup. I'm Kritar Jha. And I'm Saurav Sengupta. And today with us, we have a very lovely guest. We have Niharika, who is the founder, chief executive officer, chief brewing officer. And she will tell us... These are the names like we've... uh, These are the names (laughs) we've uh, tacked on to Niharika. And she will tell us exactly what she does. Um, but chief executive officer, brewing officer of what? You forgot to mention that. Of Wildberry Organics. <laughs> that's right, Prithart. I am the chief everything officer of Wildberry <laughs> Organics right now. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> hi, everyone. This is Niharika. <laughs> hi, Niharika. And what do you do? Who are you at Wildberry Organics? Hi, I brew kombucha at Wildberry Organics. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you and how did you get here? Who let you in? <laughs> we did. We did, guys. It's fine. Um, no, right. so you were at Perth. Yeah. So how is uh, how how was that? Um, yeah. So you were talking about you were also in compliance, and that's where we were uh, <laughs> went into the canneries and stuff. Yeah. Yes. So for me, at the mine site, it was um, very interesting because even people from Australia uh, get to meet a lot of people from other countries on the mine sites because people from many countries get recruited for jobs over here. Um, so I met Africans, I met people from US, Canada, and... No Australians. <laughs> along with Australians. Okay. <laughs> no, no, Australians won't do it. All immigrants, bro. <laughs> so, yeah, there were a lot of, uh... Yeah, like, we don't mines, we have to surf. So, the cosmopolitan yeah. for me was uh, the mine site. Though in the city also there lived many other people, I didn't have much opportunity to meet other people. And I think that's the case with most Indians who go outside of the country. You just hang out with fellow Indians, right? Yeah. You don't hang out with other country nationalities unless you are really, really motivated and you say, fuck all you Indian friends, I'm not going to live with you. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't do that or you uh, did yeah. that? You no, 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 I didn't do that. We, we were uh, about a batch of 60 people Indians hired when I went. So we wow. were a lot of and us. And you're like college mates also from there. Okay? We were like from different colleges. I think from Karagpur, it was probably like 15 people. That's also quite a lot. It is quite a lot. Um, but then, you know, and re- I really want to discuss this because there are like two sides to this. Because I remember mm. when uh, my sister was leaving to study, mm. one of the first, like, the only things rather like Kratad actually had to say to her was that I don't know if he remembers it or not but uh, he said that don't get in try and not get into, get into Indian cliques yeah and societies and whatnot because yeah. that's the whole point yeah and of course she's now over there and now it's much easier for her but point is like we didn't know that she was or, or she didn't know she was going to stay over there yeah which means so he was saying like make the most of these two years yeah uh, in, in addition to like educating yourself also get like education get yourself culturally socially and take that opportunity yeah basically make full use of that visa i guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> right and but at the same time like i mean let's just take your example only mm. uh it's sort of difficult no because and i would like to know if it uh, this happened to you too because you're moving to a new country right and it's a new culture there is a cultural shock like yeah. i went to visit the us and i still had sort of a shock yeah right? yeah 
uh and at that point of time you really want to i mean if you see a known face something that you at least uh and you're you're not that old also like what yeah, you're like yeah. in your early 20s fresh out of right? college fresh out of college yeah and mining is like what a four year course five year course i did a five years course five year course so maybe like 22 23 and yeah, what not yeah. and you've been so far you've been in like very closed environments yeah. and just like the way we are brought up in india so, so again, i wouldn't actually hold it against someone who would sort of yeah. you know want but to I actually think, but i think eventually initially you'd probably stay stick with your homies but <laughs> then slowly you'd probably want to like interact with other people no other cultures but then one song we all used to hear in perth was like hey perth has no culture this is the song people who were living there used to sing i think for me that um correlated to you know like you know the aboriginal culture did not really live through these people for them to say that culture is the culture right australians is mostly dominated by white people so it's either a uk culture or a us culture which is dominating they don't call anything which is like you know indians we say this is our culture africans say it is our culture right. australians do not identify themselves having any culture except for fish and chips and having beer all the time i guess and sports i understand that yeah, which well. honestly doesn't sound too bad uh, <laughs> you know i like fish and chips uh, as know. much as the next guy but also i think um, but also one plus point for me in that uh, in this topic is that when people don't have that attachment to a culture right i think they're much more open to every other culture yeah yeah right you know you know what's interesting and like does perth oh sorry yeah what's go ahead, go ahead. In, what's interesting is uh, you said uh, you went to uh, perth but you went for a job and that is different going to a different country where you're straight going into a job where you kind of have a a schedule and a to-do list made for you right like i'm going there to work and then everything else comes whereas when i went outside i went to study and uh, in the uk and i went to cambridge and that was a completely what i saw was that in the university setting because also kadakpur was a uh, model of cambridge <laughs> right um so i saw you know the you know obviously everything was very new for the first week but then the weekend came and uh, you know kadakpur mein also there was little sisters and you go on the weekend and there are people puking <laughs> down the road from little sisters to the colleges same thing here also yeah. the bar's name was different the yeah. college's name was different yeah but uh, people puking were different but they were still puking on the road <laughs> you know uh, first year kids so it was very similar i totally similar. agree that if you go outside the country for studies your the way you socialize with your say you know fellow classmates is much different compared to socializing with work people right because at the end of the day you are still colleagues yeah we are colleagues and, and also like we were working reason. on a mine site and then people went back to their homes we all didn't go to same hometowns you know people came back, some came back to perth some went to melbourne some went to sydney as well and also within perth once people come home they all want to spend time with family because they've been away from family no one socializes after coming here like we have seen you enough on work site you know we'll not see you more right, on right. Uh, once you're back so that way you ended up mostly with like your college mates and yes, yes. people mostly them but i did try to go to a few classes whenever possible but i couldn't stick to a schedule that was my thing but uh, Yeah I learned driving when I was in Australia I learned swimming when I was in Australia so two things Right she But also I learned the flute when she was in Kharagpur by the way I suddenly remember Those are three things that I can't do so I'm very impressed uh, You can't swim No oh, I thought you could I swim I think very well but uh, no 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 to swim yeah 
you just sang the stereo or it's going to be okay <laughs> treated us with <laughs> i've already blocked that memory out i have no idea what you're talking about um no i but so so that's interesting i want to kind of uh, get into that a little bit so how did you uh, so obviously work colleagues had a limited uh, interaction so how else would you like what is the uh, method for meeting people in a different country like is it like uh, interest groups and are there like facebook events happening uh, i obs- i used to go to a lot of open mics and events and theater and stuff was it similar for you was it bars was it tinder what was the process there um i used to search for events a lot i think back then also um i think till then i never realized that i'm this extrovert who would really go out of my way to meet new people um but i did search for like you know touristy things to do um and there was this cultural annual cultural festival that used to happen in perth so i used to try and go there but i did not understand what is this kind of drama that they were doing yeah yeah in <laughs> the city of no culture have a cultural <laughs> event what a great idea i know i know <laughs> and even the stand up comedy events that used to happen right i used to not relate to this is another thing i used to not relate to the humor in australia when i went there because it was a cultural shock for me i was never a funny person in my life so you know i was a very serious person and they, they used to call me that my sense of humor was very dry <laughs> or they were just really bad comics you know that's that's <laughs> <laughs> i think that's more likely uh, but yeah yeah but doesn't even have a comedy culture that's interesting to know or maybe it if you were in know. melbourne oh my god you would have been spoiled for choice mm-hmm. but uh, i don't know maybe perth isn't so okay so there were these events online still and yeah yeah there were a few events and um, i used to go to zumba classes ah so i used to find a new zumba instructor every every time i come back i'm like okay new class <laughs> oh so you used to go to like different zumba classes huh you used to find different people yeah so okay who were really reaching out <laughs> <laughs> but also in the same niche uh, but so uh, zumba is a dance or it's an exercise dance workout okay dance workout. it is a dance but it's also good workout so it's any it's dance effective. is a good workout i would bro. i would vouch for it it's effective <laughs> yeah i mean clearly thanks for that uh, recommendation but uh, That's interesting. I've never actually have you been to a Zumba class? No, but I've seen enough. I you've seen Zumba? Yeah. What is this? You googled for Zumba class on no, YouTube dude. and saw? Like I used to go play tabla for this music oh my class God, after which there was a Zumba class only. <laughs> so I've been seeing a lot of Zumba. <laughs> I should have guessed. No, no, I haven't done it, but I have played tabla at a Zumba class once, never again. <laughs> no, no, I used to play tabla for a singing class. After which there was Zumba. Right, right. And these guys used to like fight with each other because <laughs> thanks, they, they thanks. They play so close together. Because and they used to like start dancing while we were like singing and playing the black. It was a shit thing. Like I had, yeah, I've done a lot of shit gigs. Sort of had to clarify. He played never for any Zumba class. They just happened to be there. I will never play that. Like I, I much rather die. <laughs> But if you notice, <laughs> no But offense notice, to Zumba. It's just like. something i wouldn't do what if you notice most zumba classes is just females though they don't advertise it that way it's open to both genders but it's but that is there in india no like my sister learned how to dance i learned how to play tabla so unless and until a guy goes out of his way and says ki mere ko kathak bahut pasand hai and he learns and of course there are a lot of male kathak dancers and what not 
But yeah, uh, obviously these are gendered. So you used to go to a lot of Zumba classes. Yeah. That's where we yeah. were. But did yeah. you find like men over there or is it the same culture in Australia? Yeah, yeah, it was mostly women. If you didn't go there, then why are you asking? No, no, I'm just asking. There were girls there. Good question. Good question. No, no, I was, I wanted to find social settings where I would meet new people. But right. then Zumba classes ended up being mostly females. Rarely there were one or two men. I think some females dragged them into the classes saying, come along with me. <laughs> come along dad <laughs> <laughs> but it was a it was a nice uh, experience to do those classes there or how was it it it's, was yeah. i think um, it i think i think there was a lot of loneliness as well like being away from family and friends it's like yeah. new set of friends but um uh, zumba kind of helped me cheer up um, so how long was in there in australia about three years Acha you hadn't visited India during that in time, between yeah? yeah yearly once i think i used to come to india right i also managed to do one us trip in between but go? i didn't do is, is it closer can you just like fly from the other end of the no. map or do, is the route the same no no <laughs> i think if you're on sydney side going towards california is West easier Coast, yeah. yeah but otherwise stay on you Perth. Go? i went to both sides of east coast and west coast ha ha but like from australia which where did you hit i don't quite remember <laughs> it wasn't a memorable trip she like she like really uh, it was forgettable to, it was from a 30 hour flight yeah but from what i understand <laughs> she like really tried to socialize in perth and didn't, didn't have culture then like i'm shifting continents <laughs> i'll try us <laughs> <laughs> there people are friendlier they'll be my friends <laughs> there'll be some sort of culture over there na so like she have like moving continents now yeah basically i realized only after going there like i had some kgp friends there and one of my best friends was studying there of course there. it's iit like you will I have know. friends in every continent <laughs> i'm not sure about every continent but us for sure <laughs> uh, yeah. so um i realized a lot of my school friends have actually settled in us like they're not in hyderabad they're all in us Of course it's Hyderabad lots of people <laughs> go exactly <laughs> the US <laughs> and i had that impression about bengal and not about hyderabad previously no that so, all the bengalis are in us doing their phd no, there are lots so, of bengalis but not all like i'm know, not sure jacksonville florida is filled with people from uh, jubilee hills <laughs> like, mm. uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, dude like i think there's a university of silicon andhra in the bay area and i've seen it like it's called <laughs> university of silicon andhra wow oh yeah people yeah, from like telugu people run the yeah. uni and yeah. they are uh, collectively uh, all those people who don't make new friends and just hang out with their indian cohort <laughs> yeah uh, most of them go, not all basically them, the message from this guys is that go out there mm. study and make friends in those countries otherwise you'll end up doing <laughs> like a course in only in university of silicon andhra like <laughs> no the place will like take you in yes so so yeah so you went to the us you, like you visited the us rather I just visited you you were doing zumba that didn't work out so you went to some other continents you came back <laughs> so at what point were you like okay now ho gaya no more enough mining enough of ores mm. and because that must have been a big decision right like so uh, when it? i was going i was taking this job also um 
so always my plan b was when i was studying mining and everyone said hey girls and mining it will not happen like you know if you in india so it's going to be very difficult so they said you know you should prepare alternatively for it get uh, prepared dude if you really market job. the story well better india will pick it up like <laughs> like it's good pr for wildberry organics also <laughs> anyways so when people said that my backup option was i was always interested in the social sector i was already volunteering with cry when i was in kharagpur uh, what is cry i'm sorry child rights cry. and you <laughs> wow that's correct <laughs> not scary, not in yeah. that not in that tone <laughs> but, yeah, I know. Uh, but yes right hmm. Um so yeah my backup option was to explore the social sector and I even participated in Jagriti Yatra in my final year. Oh so what's that again? You travel like across Kadar the is... country and visit different social enterprises. Right. That's in case right. it wasn't already ap- uh, apparent for our listeners Kritath and uh, Niharika both went to uh, IIT Kharagpur albeit different times. And in case it wasn't uh, apparent to our listeners we both regretted it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I have one uh, philosophy <laughs> in life, which is no regrets. <laughs> okay. You okay. As it, it is uh, apparent to <laughs> our <laughs> listeners, <laughs> as it is apparent to our listeners, one person <laughs> regretted it. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you did Jagriti Yatra. You're telling us about yes, that. Yes, Jagriti Yatra. So uh, when I went uh, to Australia, also I was like, after two years, uh, I was thinking, now I need to plan about my, you know, if I want to go back to India, what do I want to do? Because do I still want to continue mining? Do I not want to do this? Because when I was there, I got pulled into all these women in mining, women in board forums, and like you know. that's how corporate culture is and everyone is trying to push women to you know climb up the ladder so i was like hey there are very few women maybe i should take this opportunity and do this but i think around uh, two and a half years three years uh, there was this whole um, iron ore market which fell down so the cost was falling down and then so the recession came in for uh, you know Ooh, mining jobs right, right, right. and they said they will uh, have to cut down a few jobs and i was this one person who was just not worried about this whole situation when everyone else with families they was like they were making ah. the decision for you <laughs> they were very happy you didn't have to choose only koi bolega to it's not it's not my yeah, choice yeah 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 were you like nahi tum log ruko tum log ruko main ja rahi hu main ja rahi hu was it was it something like that and like it was it was give you like a severance thing right so yeah so every time we travel back from our mine to our camps uh you know there is this tense atmosphere in the cars where you know people are sitting and thinking you know i don't know what's going to happen tomorrow i'm like i'm fine i'm not worried about this situation <laughs> straight to my boss who's going to take a decision of whom to keep and whom not to keep right um so yeah i think that was kind of a hard push for me to um take that decision when to come back to india otherwise you know good money you're in a nice comfortable space you're in a nice country also too right? yeah yeah and so, nice zumba classes i know to make that choice uh, <laughs> all together say that you know i'm going to put my papers down leave this country go back to my country and difficult? figure out what to do in life it's difficult yes <laughs> yeah what what year was this this was in 2015 right so because you 2007 you entered it 12 you passed 12 i passed now so right, 3 years so 2015 So yeah once I uh, got my redundancy that's what they call you know they don't call it firing they wow. call it redundancy that you become redundant <laughs> euphemisms yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they 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 pay you cleanse. okay they pay you for firing you Dude, like, when they do that there are a lot of this corporate terms that I was discussing with like Varun 
our mutual friend pratadan mm. mind recently like apparently the new thing in like this is radical candor or something Do yeah you know about it yeah yeah it's about being very Do honest you know about it yeah being very honest you've been it? out of the corporate scene for I a know, long time i know it's an old i've never been in it so i didn't know <laughs> i didn't even know what ooo was until recently what's ooo out of office i am ooo means out of office Wow. You when you don't know that. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is she she was being like, very radically candor <laughs> like <laughs> candor I, I don't know how to <laughs> I thought when you said oh, oh, oh it was like uh, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, he's going to sing uh, through this podcast. <laughs> he can sing. Yeah, he can sing. I can't drive guys. I have to compensate somewhere. I can't swim. I can't swim. <laughs> can't drive. Hmm. Right. So uh anyways coming back. <laughs> right. So you're back. You yeah. have you oh, so how so was it was it so like So you were a, like let, le, not let go on what did you do use redundancy it uh-huh. I was given You a, received your redundancy how do they They give like a severance package I think that's the word yeah. so where they pay you for uh, whatever a year or something Yeah for like 3 months not a year <laughs> <laughs> It's a 3 you oh, wish 3 months <laughs> yes <laughs> But that's still a lot of uh, like you know money to not work and still get 3 months of salary so yeah. I utilized it well by traveling to New Zealand <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'll say like we're doing the stocks or something and then I was like chalo she's not that boring <laughs> So yeah I'm like if I'm coming back to India then I'm not going to New Zealand again later course, much later so while I'm there so, Achha, so yeah. you did you like go see all those lord of the ring sets and all like lord of the I had the set, exact yes. same question yes yeah, you did both of us are like nerds and stuff why why do we host a podcast yeah and it's not like you're going to New Zealand for the food <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> like the food there sucks yeah 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 and also like i don't know about people man and i'm like a huge heritage person mm. but people just go to some some places for like nature and i never really understood that like and news and me that's all you do nature nature nature, nature. Yeah. uske baad to kitna nature dikhega bhai building la wapas museum museum ja <laughs> sundar tombs dekh matlab maza kar and no seriously on this point you know I, while i was there I really didn't feel like extending my stay any further like after 5 days I <laughs> right. was like when like am I going back home <laughs> all of like the lord of the rings locations were over yeah. there was nothing else to do in New that Zealand country you realize how much of how much that set is like helping with their tourism like I'm sure they do already oh very discerning a, prime minister they are and anyways they have like 4 million people or 5 million it's something very incredibly small yeah Right? I, I think their population will be less than Hyderabad's population. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, easily. Of course. No chance. Denmark ha- has less forget, people than Hyderabad. Forget Hyderabad. Let's talk about <laughs> Jubilee Hills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So, anyways, um, so from New Zealand, uh, came back to Perth, packed my bags, and um, came back to India. Uh, but while, say, you know, while I was staying in Australia and coming to India once in a year or something, I used to catch up with my friends who were here. And one of my friends was working with an edtech startup. Like she worked in different, uh, say, agri startups first, and then she moved into an edtech startup. So I was in touch with them, and for me, that sounded like you know the grass is greener on the other side. This is what I should do when I come back to India. So I told them they were like, you know, so what's your plan? You've come back to India. I'm like, I have no plan, guys. I'm joining you. <laughs> Wow. So uh yeah edtech also with the interests of Which social was this? this was called imax program back then it had three names okay there was exam check there was imax program and now it's called class clap class clap yeah. class clap yeah are they sure they want to go with that 
You know why Urban Clap changed their name, no? <laughs> Clap is Chlamydia's uh, uh, whatever, uh, colloquial <laughs> name. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So class clap yeah. sounds like they're going around giving kids in <laughs> or you have like <laughs> chlamydia you've assembled people oh, together God. in a class of chlamydia yeah if class clap is seen this <laughs> unfortunate name oh, it's, it's still in there this. though uh, no comments on the new name when I was there it was still being referred to as exam check of course okay. because they started with assessments and so when I joined the team was still not like you know in the initial stages of building the startup but it was at the stage where they were like scaling up so by what then what did you do there so by the time I came, they wanted to expand to other states. They already had prisons in Telangana and Andhra. So they wanted to expand to like Maharashtra. And they had prisons. So they worked with schools at Tex. No, but they worked with prisons. Schools. But you said prison. No, when? Did you say prison, sort yeah. of? <laughs> I, heard, pri- I yeah. heard prison too. Yeah, they had like prisons everywhere. Didn't you say that? Prisons. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> For one second, we were like, which <laughs> classroom? Where did this prison come <laughs> real from? Real milia, bro. Real milia. <laughs> Anyways, so, uh, yeah. By the time I came, they were in the phase of expansion. And uh, I somehow got attracted towards this whole new team that's being built for other states. And I joined the sales team. Ah. Because... Oh, wow. So you went into sales from very technical mining, <laughs> compliance, I know, logistics. I know. But wow. then, you know, I'll say to the core of everything is just project management. Right. Any job. Right. So Agreed. mining also, it was all about scheduling and right, right. project management. And here with the sales also, I was not directly doing the sales because I knew shit about it. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone trusted my degree and they thought IITN kuch to kar legi pe. So, uh, yeah. Um, I was uh, doing everything for sales team, starting from hiring to um, looking at their targets, who is meeting their targets and who is falling behind. I did that for about a year and then I moved on. I wanted to uh, really check the social, social sector because even this was getting very, you know, sales So here, oriented. like, were you offered like redundancy or like you... No, quit, no. Quit. I think here I took the call. <laughs> so wait, how how soon did you get dis- disillusioned with this place? How many months? I think at IMAX I was there for work one year. One year. Oh, that's that's eleven months more than I expected. So wow, okay. So yeah. it must have been a nice place then. It was interesting because I got to learn a lot about like you know Indian startup scenario and working with schools because initially I thought it's this rosy thing like you know you're trying to work with children education is the root cause of all the problems of society so you know we'll fix this education problem (laughs) and and for people listening that is what a no sounds like (laughs) (laughs) yeah but we're all like a little idealistic around that time Yeah. yeah okay so you were at so you went from this large mining company in a different country you went to a startup in uh I want to say, was it Bangalore? Was it here in Hyderabad? Hyderabad. Hyderabad. Oh, okay. Ah, Hyderabad Hyderabad does have startups. Of course it does, man. It's like like Bangalore's aspiring cousin. That's what I call Hyderabad. It really wants to be Bangalore. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it has to have startups. And what they want (laughs) and what they get. Two very different things. (laughs) But anyways, uh, so you are here. You're um, in the set tech firm. And what, what's next? Is this when you join Hak Darshak? 
Yes. So after one year uh, in this ed tech startup, um, I uh, really wanted to check something which was working at grassroots level. And uh, one of my friends uh, had referred this, that there's a job opening with Hagdarshak. And when I said, you know, I want to apply for Hyderabad, they said, no, we don't have an opening for Hyderabad, but we have for Vijayawada. Like Andhra Pradesh, so in a new capital, Vijayawada. <laughs> so you were like, okay, grassroots check. Mm, yeah and check. and for them in mm. delhi hyderabad vijayawada same place no like <laughs> I'm, i'm kidding of course yeah, they know yeah. their shit of no no they don't nice, i'm pretty sure a, no no it's yeah it's a nice firm hagdarsha it does really good work right so, so you were saying yeah. how do you know so much about so there economics mein kuch it also uh, how do i know so much about it i don't know i read <laughs> I, i don't know i think i It, you it were with Jaypal, right? Yes, I was going to say like Jaypal and, and Hagdarshak had a project. They together. had a they had That's an RCT. That makes sense. We yeah. need like podcast guests to remind you of your words. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we are now. Even is this even long, like, is this long COVID? Long COVID, guys, <laughs> is causing memory problems. Oh That's my god. It's, yeah, I I thank you for coming to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am going Makrata to go update my CV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kartar is like. you've written like, like i don't know three four months worth of like <laughs> information memories lots of things yeah. to him so okay so this yeah. is when you go and join hakdarshak in yes. vijayawada yes what is hakdarshak so hakdarshak um, provides a digital platform right which has all the information about schemes okay welfare schemes, schemes. welfare okay, okay, schemes okay. for people Right. Okay, uh, so could be g- government welfare schemes. Government schemes, welfare right? schemes, yeah. and uh, there are some private schemes also, by the way. Right. Yeah, but mostly government welfare schemes yeah, because private log nahi karte hain. Like, kabi kabi Tata Tata kar deta hai. Malum hai. But yar, mere ko mere pa social science degree nahi hai. So just be a little. I know, I know, man. I'm just pulling so, your hair. So what Haan. we did at Hagdarshak was we were training uh, these uh, women from the villages. Uh, to you know educate them about the schemes and help them be the hakdarshak who will like go around sure. find the people, people the way, right yeah who can so apply for like leaders schemes. amongst in a way yes right uh, it would go in that direction eventually see knowledge is power so if they knew what to do and how to do see right now most of the services that we need also we go to agents Right, why right, right. because you know we don't have that knowledge of who's the person <laughs> whom we have the to the know how yes yes absolutely so uh yeah we were trying to teach these women and we were trying to partner with different organizations also so while i was in uh, vijayawada i was working out of the tata uh, office tata trust office right so they had the internet sati program going on so that was very interesting uh, project that was happening and uh, yeah I got to learn so much about Tata Trust as well while I was there. Yeah. Yeah. So private welfare schemes. When I said Tata, <laughs> <laughs> I meant it. Right. Um, that's interesting. And um, yeah, I think it's uh, they fill a very uh, interesting niche because uh, there are so many welfare schemes, and obviously, you know, ten are introduced every year, irrespective of who's in power. Like, right? Uh, it's just a good election strategy, right? And it gets so confusing. and there's always paperwork to do um you know that it gets very difficult to do um and this is this is welfare schemes that are supposed to be for you these are not like the uh, you know drainage or sewage or public right. goods that government right. has to provide okay and you as a person are not entitled to it it's like a re- public good is 
for everyone mm-hmm. this is you as an individual entitled to something your okay. pension your uh, ration you yeah. know stuff like that mm-hmm. um and uh, people don't get it because paperwork um so you know uh, so like hak darshak comes in between and like yes wo aapke hak ko darshata hai you know uh, like that's the thing it's a lovely name it's a lo- definitely better than class clap and what not <laughs> yeah uh, thank god you didn't say hyderabad hiccup like <laughs> <laughs> no we have an awesome name to it like lots of people have said that yeah yeah okay <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah um like buttercup hiccup no we'll you've listened to our previous episode but we'll tell you nonetheless no later. no no i'm curious like buttercup as in pop of girls oh pop of girls okay 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 i thought i thought like that song no i'm not going to sing again it's fine uh, told you guys <laughs> dry sense of humor yeah uh okay yeah oh man i haven't seen pop of girls in a long time um anyways actually what i was saying was on that um there's this book by adam auerbach called demanding development mm-hmm. and he goes to about like 100 odd slums in jaipur and one more city whose name i forget and maybe delhi um and basically what uh, they find is that in all these slums mm. they have different political representatives mm. and the more diverse a slum is mm. uh, the more different political representatives they have and the more political representatives the more public goods they can get because right. they're like we'll vote for you mm. or your party mm. but you get us drinking water first right yeah. so if there are more such people then they get more public goods and right. uh, it's very nice because he does he starts out as ethnographic field work mm-hmm. and then he gets data from all these slums Nice. And then he runs, you know, quantitative uh, regressions and other analyses too. Yeah. Um not exactly related to Hak Darshak but mm-hmm. also another way of getting your Hak's Darshak. <laughs> nice. I like listening to him when he talks about like economics but we still haven't gotten around doing a yes. development episode. All- <laughs> and then I told him like boss let's do it he's like ha karte hai karte hai par padhai karna padega. <laughs> Just in case people listening to us uh, have that question for some reason because and i say only i only said that because we've already done a tabla episode so ah. yeah. yeah yeah i was like main karta hu tu karna tere wala tak tere wala kalte pehle mere tere wale ki to padhai ki bhi zarurat nahi hai tabla karte tabla karte 3 saal se practice kar raha hai aur kitna bolne ko nahi rahega to baja dena beech mein ha ha bola hai guys maine bola hai yeah right so uh, you are at hakdarshak and yeah. how long does that last and when do you decide it's time is to it move on is it around that time that we meet so like j- little background like that's yeah, how we yeah, met right we yeah. were like uh, working for partnering up with i don't know what to call it but uh, we were doing things for hyderabad trails right yes, yes. the walking doors company yes yes so it's around that so time we met or like you were uh, just out of it i still no, remember I was, when I we was, met though i was still working with met? hakdarshak when we met Yes, that would coat. Yeah. <laughs> wow, nice. I'm giving him her an air high five for remembering that. Right, right. So, uh, so she's close enough for a regular high five. Okay, regular high five. What is this? Nah, I thought that'll mess with our sound. <laughs> <laughs> From mining to, uh, for some reason, we can just I don't know how, but we are able to make the connection from mining to maybe startup to. Like you went the opposite direction. No? You were there in a corporate, then you went to a startup, and then you went to a social <laughs> yeah. service organization. Then, then you went to volunteering for like a. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think um, how Wildberry Organics happened was um, when I was working with Hakdarshak. I've uh, seen my friend who started an organic uh, store in Lucknow. 
it goes so far back okay it's interesting for me ha huh. so she uh, was working with my uh, first startup right right uh, and uh, she started an organic store and i was closely observing like you know what's happening at the organic store and uh, though i've always been on my all my life a green thumb like in terms of growing plants or in terms of waste management uh but i never knew about this whole organic farming kya hota hai why why should we like you know choose organic right when it is so costly i used to look at all the product listing by this is not affordable not right. right now uh but then you know knowing the story behind it and understanding oh this is where it comes from why is this costly and like you know how is it beneficial for environment so i uh, i i bought that idea then Mm. and um, i was asking my friend that you know hey i'd like to help you out but we didn't know how to work this out between hyderabad and lucknow right and uh, then we thought okay let me just like see what is the scene like in hyderabad do people accept organic uh do they uh, realize what organic food is uh are people currently doing anything in the organic sector in hyderabad so right. that's how i started blogging about uh, like you know waste and uh, switching to sustainable lifestyle zero huh waste I started management it, and zero yeah, waste yeah i started it right. as a blog let's just get the mic ब्लॉग um just instagram posts and um should we really do it like you know start selling physical products or not was a interesting decision we made while like 3 or 4 months into doing this blogging hmm. and uh, i would say it was my cousins who gave me that push like you know let's do something where you know people would actually pay that's when you'll know right if people are going to buy organic products or not if that's what you want to check right right so uh we started so what were you selling uh-huh. Achha, our first right. product was ragi cookies ha we made a cookie mix mm-hmm. uh i was always interested in baking but i never thought we would launch a product where you know which will help other people bake mm-hmm. selling cookies is easy like oh, a lot of it, them do that, that that thing that came inside a mix inside yes, a jar and all you had to do is okay yeah, okay mix it wait wait i'm i'm missing a few steps here how yeah. did you make other people bake so it's like a pre mix for a cookie mix i see so it comes in a jar all you have to do is just mix some butter and some there is a vegan egg option inside it uh instead of butter you can put oil if you want to make it really vegan <laughs> and then yeah. you put it in a microwave yes so oh, that wow. was our first product do you still sell it uh we do have it on our product list if you'd like to try <laughs> <laughs> awesome so if you are uh, uh, seeing this and want any vegan uh, ragi cookies uh order that you can bake yourself <laughs> yeah So that was our first product, and we did it like a rakhi gift. Right. That's how we started the uh, cookie mix. And at that point of time, I was actually reading a lot about millets. Right. So that's how ragi came into it, and not like maida or any wheat flour. It was ragi because we were like, okay, checking the sense of organic and also checking the sense of millets. Uh, so I got to learn about Deccan Development Society in Hyderabad, which is, I think, a very cool organization in Zahirabad. There's a Deccan Development Society. Ha, huh, I get my groceries from over there. Yes. 
you because get your groceries from because there they have an What office very close to us does everyone know about this except me what's yeah, happening here absolutely wow okay <laughs> i feel uh, so out of the yeah not the cool guys anymore <laughs> not really but now you know yeah now i know yeah still getting my groceries from swiggy instacart <laughs> <laughs> no so decken development society basically yeah. what does it do i think arika can elaborate it better so they have been working with the farmers in zahirabad for more than 10 years now millet growers essentially yeah, right yeah. like those who yeah. grow millets so telangana being an arid region millets are like the natural crops rice wouldn't less grow water yeah rice like wouldn't grow here andhra and all is like rain fed so you know there's a lot of rice which that's the rice bowl whereas in telangana it was always been millets but then you know a lot of people these days have stopped eating millets at least last two years i think millets have picked up now there's a lot of marketing around yeah. now it's also hip to have millets yeah it's there's also a store on swiggy just just sells millet products i know right i, know. I, I think it's called millet mill or something like that but it has millet yeah, in like its name yeah. yeah no this entire restaurant only does millets i understand is it millet express is it a restaurant yeah it could it be millet express so oh my god restaurant. Okay. maybe we'll find the correct name and tag it in this uh <laughs> <laughs> But they do um, a pretty good millet express. But yeah, millet house. Yeah. <laughs> uh everything is millet. Like there's yeah. literally they've taken that name to heart. Like they don't even sell water or anything. Just millet products, <laughs> no beverages. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they have But beverages. if you see 2 years back, 3 years back, it was not this common to find millet. People products. are not that aware anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Very good source of complex carbohydrates. Much better than rice. Yeah, if people are eating brown rice, then quinoa and all, they should definitely yeah. try millets. They're like hipsters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Right. So yes, you were talking about Deccan Development Society. Yes, so I got to know about them, and um, and you know they do an annual subscription, and eventually I took it up. And if you take an annual subscription, you get to uh, participate in their annual uh, cultural events as well. So you know, this is my first exposure to, I think, tribal uh, life as well. Like you know, they have this whole dancing around it. They do this whole jatra, which is like a fair, I think, village fair around saving seeds. So all that uh, celebration is also around organic farming. So that right. was very interesting for me to learn in the last two years. Very grassrooty also, right? Yeah, yeah. and also very uh, connected to the work i was doing the previous 3 to 4 years i mm. guess um while we were doing all this um i was personally not able to sell millets okay because i am not that store person who is able to say that you know i can stock up these grains and i can sell them because that is the capacity that is needed if you really wanted to sell millets you need a larger capacity you can't be a cloud kitchen selling kgs of millets right so um, i was operating all alone and uh, i was looking at different things what other things i could do while talking about millets talking about sustainability what are the other things i could do and uh, i've been to terracin cafe uh much before all this happened um in its first version or like the second in, one in the first version was first, this was first this the stall at uh, alliance is the current terrace in second Frank. version or the, the current one is the third okay so this is the second version okay i've been to the second version and i've had the kombucha there and even before that i think i have i've had kombucha in pune there was this cafe called pagdandi cafe okay very similar to terrace and vibe i can say but they had lot of books i think their uh, 
um marketing or say you know their message was like you know it's a, it's a book cafe people come there to read books and all cultural events used to happen as well that's where i had kombucha and i'm not quite sure if i've had kombucha in australia though i now hear from a lot of people in australia saying that oh the scene in australia is very good for kombucha but just like millets and kombucha has picked up sort of Yeah, like, yeah. Two three years back, we didn't have so many kombucha brands. Yeah. Two three years back, uh, I think Terrasen was the only cafe in Banjara Hills where I could find decent kombucha. Right? I think that's the first no, place. No, they they actually attempted it even before that, but because two years later, for some reason, awareness picked up hmm. around these uh, fermented beverages. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I had seen kombucha a couple of places, but Terrasen really popularized it in their last cafe. Yeah. Because they used to have a big they, they jar sell, right at the uh, counter, right? They sell kombucha by the glass. And yeah, all yeah, yeah. So that yeah. that really got like I'd seen it, uh, but I'd never you know drunk it. Like I haven't had absinthe either. <laughs> I know it exists. Um, not the same thing. Basically, Krita is trying to say that he was trying out things other than coke. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know what I realized. Coke's the best, guys. Coke's the best. तेरे को लगता है द्रोण देखा आपको मिल जाएगा ब्रांड वो कैसे? हाँ. So anyway, so uh, it was kombucha from Terrasen Cafe that I took home one day. Uh, just I wanted my brother. This and was my around cousins. the first lockdown, remember? No. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because I'm how? So because when I was brewing, I was so bored. <laughs> I started brewing kombucha and ginger beer, na, during the lockdown. Remember? Not not all people on this podcast brew kombuchas when they're bored. Me personally, never brewed kombucha in my life. Yeah, start. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I think I think we were all meeting at Terrasen Cafe at that point yeah, of so time. Yeah, so we were, we were. Huh. We were And really hanging out at Terrasen. Yeah. We've done enough like brand thing for Terrasen by now. <laughs> That goes another time. Man, Dhanesh, if you don't start paying us. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, And uh, to, yeah. Yeah. Good, good, good. I was just going to plug in Dhanesh's episode. <laughs> And I've already done that. Smart. Good. <laughs> So uh yeah that's how the kombucha brewing started right lockdown and uh we just looked up uh videos at uh I think YouTube on how to do it and a little bit of troubleshooting with Danish sometimes hmm. and with discussing with you with the croco brewers around <laughs> <laughs> no, So what happened with me is I started doing that and the lockdown opened and like the things were like open up not completely hmm. but then you realized how much work it actually takes and you really need time and boredom as it happens to <laughs> brew <laughs> because you have to continuously keep monitoring and things like that yeah. so what happened with me was i was doing kombucha and ginger beer and ginger beer i still do because and it's much easier kombucha i managed to kill off my <laughs> the scoob it's called scooby but essentially yeah, the bacteria you killed scooby do <laughs> no no i just killed scooby <laughs> Uh, so I and managed I, to I managed to kill that and then I was like so demotivated like so far I've not had the courage to start again. And at some point you must have realized that Terrasen makes it, Niharika makes it. I just buy yeah, this yeah, shit yeah. from them <laughs> instead at of making point, it. Yeah. And that Basically is how the point was when I started actually having money. But yeah, and that is how the world works, friends. <laughs> <laughs> Pay money for things <laughs> which are too difficult to make ourselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but it's a very satisfying process though. So like yeah. is. Is that why you still continue to do it, or yeah, you mastered so, uh, it though? You should taste uh, it, guys. 
wild berry organics kum kombucha she has a lot of flavors also and we'll leave uh, relevant links in the description of how you can get them never mind yeah thank you for that plug in <laughs> <laughs> so yeah since we started brewing i think No, but still she'll not look this way, no. She's looking at you all. It's fine. It's it was just coming in the null beach beach. Okay. So yeah, since we started brewing kombucha, um, uh, I've been uh, I've attended a few workshops with uh, Payal from Kobo Fermentary as well. Okay. Uh, Bangalore based, and uh, she. gives out basically just free content about fermentation like if anyone is really interested In whoever is listening about fermentation you could follow kobo fermentary mm-hmm. and in classes courses also if you're interested but otherwise the content is right there it's on the post you just have to scroll down to ginger beer post or a kombucha post and then just start right brewing um so yeah that's how it started initially and uh, you know how if you want to keep your starter alive you have to keep doing this continuously you don't yeah. want to kill your starter hmm. and i think that's what motivated me to keep doing kombucha right. like i have all this excess kombucha i don't want to drink so much kombucha so i started giving out to friends uh-huh. and then they were like hey this is good stuff maybe you know you were, you were selling ragi cookies something you know you should sell kombucha i'm like yeah why not she really has a nice group of friends yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> and also like is this how all kombucha companies start they get this microorganism and then like oh my god we can't let it die <laughs> and they're inherently you know nice people because they've chosen to make this in the first place and yeah. now they're just stuck and it's just this one large pyramid scheme yeah. of kombucha making like the first guy who ever distributed like that first few scobies he's still making it yeah <laughs> he's just with <laughs> the fucking devil <laughs> yeah. so um Finding audience for kombucha has also been an in, been an interesting journey. Uh, one thing is like the digital space, which is on Instagram. But then right. once you put stuff on Instagram, like people all over the world probably get to know about it, except the people around you who can mm. actually in a you know be in a delivery radius for you. So like I've had one person from Karim Nagar, I think he was like really interested in kombucha and wanted to know everything. He wanted to taste it. He waited for months to come to Hyderabad, <laughs> you know, during lockdown time, right. to come down, taste the kombucha, take a starter, and you know start. take it back to karim nagar and he started brewing wow he made nice. a whole youtube video about how to wow. brew as well okay um and for me the offline like the kombucha scene in karim nagar i would want to know now yeah um so for me the offline space of exploring audience for kombucha has been neknampur lake Uh, because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. attending these sessions at the lake has also started during What lockdown. What sort of sessions there? So uh, at Neknampur Lake, Druvanch NGO does these back to roots sessions. Druvanch. Druvanch okay, okay. NGO. So they are uh, dedicated towards protection of this lake, Neknampur Lake, and uh, they uh, help in cleansing the water with some plants, uh, flower beds, basically. Okay. and also uh, they conduct these activities every sunday mornings which is say you know either about composting about bioenzymes at least that's what i attended initially i went for like a composting workshop and i was like this is a cool space and they had all these eco friendly products lined up i'm like hey can i put up a stall here sometime like you know i would like to sell my products as well and they said yeah cool you're most welcome you come here you bring some of the people along with you so that you know we have more audience here and i think that's how the community around neknampur lake has also built up with 
whoever comes to the lake they bring like another five people another 10 people so now i go from kukatpally to manikonda every sunday and people look at my instagram status and they're like coming from all over the city they just come to the lake and they just say hey we are here are you around just to you know sometimes right. just to taste kombucha or sometimes just to watch a dance performance at the lake yeah and i remember when you were doing this like you were really regular like in yeah. the sense that you turned up every sunday yeah yeah right so you are uh, turning some of those followers into buyers as well with this yeah. yes and if you do consist- it's been very steady right uh, your i don't know whether to call it growth or not but yeah sure growth why not yeah <laughs> so at um, and you were by the way like what is very interesting and like this is like you had this, you had this courage to just put your own money in into something like so sort of abstract and all not like not abstract but like uh, I am not finding uncharted. the word for it. Uncharted. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uncharted now in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something so uh, uncharted, not the video game. <laughs> Which yeah, is also yeah. a great video game. But yeah, yeah. Um, so no, so that's interesting. And is this the is this so yeah, uh, last weekend when I had asked you this wasn't the thing. This was you also went to Meridian okay, and that had was a pop stall. spot. Uh, market, ah. yeah. So you keep doing pop-ups like yeah. these, right? Yeah. Different places, stalls, yeah. like yeah. the vegan market vegan also. Market also that yeah. we had How recently. many places have these kind of pop-up uh, homemade, naturally made markets now? Because th- I, we've heard two already. I know there's Meridian, there's the lake. Yeah. Uh, what lake was it again? Nake Nampur. Nampur Lake. Nake Nampur. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like good name Pur. No, no. ప్తపర్ణి గుడ్ సీడ్స్ హోస్ట్ దీస్ డూ దిస్ స్టిల్ హ్యాపన్ ఇన్ లమకన్ పోస్ట్ లాక్ డౌన్ నో ఐ హియర్ లమకన్ హస్ ఓపెన్డ్ అప్ పోస్ట్ లాక్ డౌన్ యస్ యస్ ఐ హావ్ బీన్ హియరింగ్ దట్ ఫర్ అ లాంగ్ టైం బట్ దెన్ నథింగ్ హస్ బీన్ హ్యాపెనింగ్ గాడ్ నోస్ బట్ ఐ హర్డ్ దట్ ద ఆర్గానిక్ బజార్ ఇస్ నౌ ఓపెన్ అగైన్ ఇన్ లమకన్ హా ఎవరీ సండే దే యూస్ టు హావ్ ఓ యా దే డిడ్ అండ్ ఇన్ సికింద్రాబాద్ దేర్ ఇస్ ఆర్ సీక్రెట్ స్పేస్ ఆర్ సీక్రెట్ స్పేస్ యా ఓకే that's confusing because there's a sacred earth here and i was like oh is that dude there's a sacred earth cafe again so when yesterday you He's told me to come over there same right no 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 so there sacred is sacred earth sacred earth is different there is sacred earth and okay. i was in mehdi patnam okay. and he, he asked me to come to sacred earth i've never been to sacred earth but oh. roughly i knew okay it was in and around that jubilee hills thing mm-hmm. and then i put sacred earth and mm-hmm. i was also driving so i put like sac- sacred earth cafe it said and that is some kawasi guda or something some 26 kilometers away okay you know all this if while i didn't know better <laughs> would have ended up over there all this while i have been tagging a sacred earth and cafe. not a sacred earth cafe in my reels <laughs> and uh, i Good think i might have cafe. to uh, <laughs> 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 anyways same place right yep so I- that's about the bazaars um i'd say again the whole kombucha tasting thing started at neknampur lake wait there's a kombucha tasting thing that's that how she started at... marketing it yes because this is a new product people didn't yeah. know about it yeah uh, i would give a lot of credits to madhulika who's the co-founder of druvanch uh-huh. she tasted kombucha she liked it and she is the person who goes around telling everyone that go to niharika stall try her kombucha it's amazing wow. right. great mouthpiece 
it it was really needed because it's a new product right mm. people didn't know about it right. and especially if you compare it with this bioenzyme if you've heard about bioenzymes you make with these peels uh, organic based recipe yeah and that is not really palatable it's like a vinegar so if someone compares this with this is something which you can drink it's like a bioenzyme which you can drink it's probably not very good marketing for kombucha Right. Yeah. Because people would be very skeptical to taste it. Also, bioenzyme has really bad marketing because I had no idea what it was until you just t- oh, told really? me about Basically it. Basically, like natural cleaners, essentially, yes. right? Yes. Floor yeah. cleaners and all that. You can it's a vinegar you can natural. make out of waste. Yeah. Oh, why would you make vinegar? No, you can make f- use it for like for cleaning. floor cleaning and all that. Yeah. And it's completely organic, so chemical free. So, like detergent. You can make a detergent kind of bioenzyme also. I think you put some soap nuts in it and you can use it for. Sorry, I'm very confused. Why did people think kombucha was like detergent? <laughs> They thought it was See, like kombucha is also fermentation. Bioenzyme is, is also fermentation. Right. Oh, okay. It's like when you use beer to clear rust. <laughs> That also, no? Yeah. Fair enough. So yeah. fermentation gives you alcohol, fermentation gives you yogurt. it gives you bioenzyme and it gives you kombucha and some dumb fucks were like yogurt is like beer like ah <laughs> yeah no wonder anyways okay so you achcha so you started kombucha tasting at nek nampur yes. so we started serving in like small shot glasses uh-huh. for people to taste and if they liked it then they bought a bottle of uh-huh. kombucha so initially it was just like tasting for a few weeks and then you know a lot of these uncles used to come and taste it and say hey this is just like kallu Kalu is the toddy local, yeah. Yeah, really? so it reminded them of toddy, and they were like, "Oh, this is so nice. This reminds me of." I'm a recovering toddy holic, so this <laughs> will help me. <laughs> uh, one so day, one day, this uncle will come very angry. I was 120 days sober, and now because of this, I had kalu. Um, so that's when I connected my dots with, okay, our local ferments are also very similar. Huh. Right. Like you know, our these are also probiotic. Right. not just not just for recreational purpose but you know if you are saying looking at probiotics even in our own uh, traditional methods of cooking there is lot of probiotics uh, there is a history wali i think on instagram she hosted a whole uh, um what do you call it webinars Mm-hmm. series of webinars about traditional fermentation like in indian culture oh, so fun. all the mahua and uh, the drinks they make out of mahua that's also fermentation yeah, right yeah, and yeah. all the fermented rice that people used to eat uh, all the breads that we used to make so we didn't really call it sourdough bread but i think traditionally people in india also did all all sorts of fermentation and northeast so definitely has lot of uh, fermented foods they have their bamboo shoots Um, right so wherever there is like cold weather conditions yeah. there is fermentation because yeah. that's a easier way to preserve yeah like kimchi and what not yeah. right so yeah. northeast is pretty cold yeah which also makes me think why the hell does it happen in india because <laughs> no place is really that cold but no, you know northeast is yeah, really yeah, cold I, no? i know so i think the himalayan range and the northeast is where like you know yeah. food preservation was really like needed have, for them uh, as well uh, you will have vegetables freezing like yeah. that can happen over yeah. there yeah, yeah. definitely And uh, another interesting thing happened for me while I was doing all these stalls was, um, like you know, yes. So sorry, what timeline is this? What year are we in when you started doing these stalls? This was in the last two years. This was last two years. Okay, 20, so 20, now we're 20. almost in the pre- COVID era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> lockdown COVID era. Yeah. <laughs> So uh there is this uh, one particular lady who came and uh, she had the kombucha she liked it 
and she said you know my uh, dad and uh, sorry her father in law used to brew kombucha back in the days and mm, i was like what back in what days like uh, when when i don't know exactly how many years no, but because she uh, said father in law and what not yeah no? yeah yeah so when he right. was uh, when he was young okay not 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 in the current times mm. but he used to brew kombucha back in the day and they used right. to call it kargasara tea then right right I so i think the starter came from kargasar back then right, and right. it was not any uh, uh southeast reference back then uh-huh so he had this whole recipe written down in telugu which even i can't completely read but then it's some recipe which says you know put so much tea put so much sugar and put so much of the starter in it is that because of the telugu or did he really have bad handwriting <laughs> it was it was complicated script i okay. might say <laughs> it was very specific yeah. i like it so yeah I, i thought that was very interesting that kombucha is not a new thing and it was in india before and it's just reviving now again and a uh, couple of other instances also i went to this farm called urna farm it's a permaculture farm uh, i went there to what's a permaculture farm so permaculture is where uh, they it's it's also again organic farming but then even in organic farming you're trying to do monoculture which is like you know plant the same crop whereas right. permaculture uh, advocates for that diversity and also keep the share for the whole ecosystem like you know let the birds eat let the animals eat a bit of it not completely save it for human beings i see i see okay yeah. i got confused with the thing where they have worms so i was like is there like those you know where <laughs> they have like things? uh yeah 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 exactly they use worms and they make shit right yeah like, yeah and that's great that's manure. generally organic manure yes yes oh, that's so cool Yeah. So we went to Urna farm and uh, I took a kombucha for them just to taste. It was a hot day we did some farm work there. We were just uh, planting some saplings like onion saplings and beetroot saplings I think that day. We did that and it was a hot day. She also made some butterfly pea flour, you know that blue flours that you get. You make tea with them. interesting uh so she I made a tea and that. she kept it ready for us right. and i was like i have a drink for you so i took the kombucha and gave it to her she drank it and i'm like i know this drink i had it long long ago when i was young my mom used to do this there used to be a jar in which she used to fill water every day and we could have it only once in a day this is the story she said i'm like this sounds like kombucha she was doing a continuous brew fermentation her mother however she got the starter and she was doing they didn't know the names or they didn't have any tags to it but they recognized it so this was a very cool uh, story that i got to hear about kombucha that's interesting yeah um yeah so right now like if it's wildberry like what else do you want to be or you can just say you you haven't figured it all out because like how how old is it it's like 2 years now since yeah. like yeah yeah it's about 2 years 2 years yeah Mm. I don't know if we want to take, just be a fermentary and keep doing fermentation and different fermentation products say we've been doing kimchi sauerkraut and then there's all these uh, biosalt and uh, You also try to putting put it in like uh, markets right like the what i mean by that is grocery stores and what not like a ratnadeep um not really ratnadeeps but then a few organic store shops and uh, organic cafe so we put our kombucha at paka cafe mm-hmm. and then a uh, few organic shops we tried to put our kimchi and uh, amla but then i figured out my audience reaches me better through instagram rather than through these offline stores because right. there's again people need to know what it is what is your handle on instagram 
it is adrate wildberry organics very simple <laughs> you got there first so, <laughs> no underscore 3 there oh i have to ask this uh, where did the name wildberry come from okay so um i was just brainstorming with my friend about like you know doing this whole brand like let's do a logo let's do a name right. so we both uh, were discussing brainstorming ideas so we were like organic organic is the first word we were starting with uh, like you know we have to do an organic obviously brand. if it's an organic company organics has to be there of course uh, no not not the organics word but then Achha. you know the concept like how do we come up with a logo or how do we come up with a name oh, it was revolving around that term organic or the concept of organic hmm. so then uh, we looked at all these like fruits and all and we thought right. berries is a very nice uh, word right and i personally had this affinity to wild the word wild uh-huh. i had a wild flower written in many of my profiles wherever i didn't want to write my name i used to write like a wild flower so i think that word wild was attached to me for some time and also wild anything which grows wild should naturally be organic because you're not putting any pesticide or a fertilizer right. on it right so that way i think the wild berry and organics came together like it also sounds um, nice like you know it's not like a sanskrit name it's not any of those traditional names it's also hip so it'll cater to like the younger audience and also it will be like a clean brand organic brand hmm Okay. interesting so okay so you've now i you know i just want to uh delve further into what sort of kind of fast obviously like um <laughs> we established that once you start making kombucha you can't stop uh, unless you want to be a murderer um okay. but now that you have you know the process down um what do you think is next to you kind of envisage yourself making large amounts of kombucha and supplying it to say different restaurants different uh, supermarkets in the city or do you want to kind of uh, you know have your own brand i mean you already have your own brand but like um, you know well i guess that's the store. same thing if you yeah or you have your own store and you okay. sell that directly and you know you can buy that like yeah. you know there are lots of these instagram ads for other kombucha companies that yeah. come so i'm guessing there are just companies that make and sell kombucha um they're not quite coke but uh, who can be but you know what i mean right like yeah. just a beverage and fnb company yeah. or are you just do you just want to look at hyderabad what do you envisage from here on so i would just say i'm open to all the options right now i haven't like figured out that you know this is the only thing i will do um but also i don't want to um do capitalistic kind of marketing and like you know 10x growth i will raise venture capital and do this i'm not in that mode yeah. for sure um i want to keep it small i want it to be like a home brew uh there is another brand called rise up kombucha which happens in panchgani uh it's another permaculture farm there it's called odd gum nut uh so they have scaled their production but they still do it like a home brew like you know it's just right. jars small batches small batches of kombucha so i like what they're doing with their kombucha and i think i'll also stick to that kombucha tastes best when it's small batch anyway anything fermented tastes best when it's like small batch yeah Yeah. You know, speak- unless you have like industrial equipment and what not, but even then you're like mm. wait, spoiling so, it essentially. How small is a small batch? How many liters are we talking about? 
you so make in a week. So I have say. a jar of eight liters jar. Uh huh. Um, and in a week. Depends because I make a combination of ginger beer and kombucha. Also, there's weather and all that, no? Yeah, so big factors. Right. So let's talk about the maximum that you can make in a small batch, and it's still small. Just to get an idea, is it like eight to ten liters per week? Eight or to something? ten liters. Um, like if you're doing a continuous brew, within a week you can like take two batches out of it. Interesting. So, uh, and just how does this work, like? since it is a home brew yeah. do you have like a dedicated room where you have like just all these glass bottles brewery and it's like a brewery. yeah is there like a brewery room in your house i currently don't have that but you know i have a lot of other stock other products on wildberry organics now so my i have a dedicated room but it's filled up with all that stock oh my so God. my fermentation just happens in like our regular dining hall right now Right. We can always smell the kombucha in the house. <laughs> <laughs> also, you've done something, and I don't know if you like, uh, like what DDS is doing, right? So now you are also leave, leaving kombucha, your product out, like for subscription in the sense, like yeah, yeah. You We're pay also for it for the month, and you just deliver four yeah. to five bottles. So yeah. Wait. So did you did you just refer to DDS when you say said subscription? Did you mean to say Netflix or? <laughs> yeah, DDS. Netflix. I said because it because was I have closer no to organic. I, because I have no idea what DDS is. DDS, dude, Deccan Development Society. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> clearly. Long ago. Clearly. Uh, <laughs> no, I was going to say clearly they have a bad marketing team. No, uh, <laughs> no, she said that DDS yeah, has yeah, a subscription sure. thing. Right, yeah. right, right. I see. But also DDS... Uh, cannot push too much of marketing i think because it's a cooperative and yeah, they held yeah. back because it's all that. women farmers and uh, they have limited produce it's you know? a small scale yeah for them to scale up to other villages is also it'll be an interesting journey to see how they would spread to other ah, villages and but they good they do good work yeah So yeah, what were we talking about? Kombucha and ginger beer and tapache. Yes, no, I was. Uh, we will come into different kinds of kombucha. That's on my list. Okay. But uh, one thing that I want to ask you was right. Uh, the scale of this. So you, it's like eight to ten liters of kombucha. But I'm also thinking that suppose even if you tie up with one restaurant mm. and it has a weekly batch, mm. that number can go up from say ten liters to hundred liters mm. very easily, right? Mm. In a week, I'm sure a restaurant can sell hundred liters of kombucha mm. as well, depending on how many people come in. So, how do you, pl- how what does a scale up look like for a small scale, uh, small batch that which you called it? What does that look like? You were talking about the permaculture farm in uh, Panchkani, which yeah. has done this. Yeah. So do they have like lots of eight, ten liter things, yes. and they just yes. make different batches? Yes, yes. I think you just start uh, putting a date on every batch once you start brewing it, and then you have all your eight to ten liters uh, jars lying there, and uh, definitely would need more uh, manpower to just bottle. I think bottling is the biggest task with kombucha, because that's that's also an important point. Like you know, everyone loves the carbonation in kombucha, and while the kombucha is brewing. there is carbonation but i think the fizz which we really enjoy happens in the second fermentation so that's when the bottling is required when we add the fruits in it um so for me i think most of my effort if i'm saying if i'm really putting effort right the brewing tea part is the easy part it is the bottling part it's the tasting everyday part and you know knowing that temperature knowing that taste and you know when you're putting a fruit and when you're putting your kombucha in the fridge and when you're giving it to a person 
you know that experience you know what that end person is going to taste and what they're going to feel it like i know when sometimes my kombucha is flat but you know i tell them outright that you know this kombucha is been like it's a fresh brew or say you know uh, for whatever reason or particular flavor someone picks up a particular flavor and they expect that there is a lot of fizz in that flavor suppose say uh, it's a floral one like even rose has good fizz but then sometimes you know these are all natural flowers i can't dictate how much of microbial activity is happening in each flower sometimes there is fizz and sometimes there is not so i try to keep their expectations accordingly for that right interesting i did want to ask what is the difference between a tepeche and a kombucha <laughs> so tepache educators tepache doesn't have tea in it is a non caffeine uh, ferment just like ginger beer ah. so all these ginger beer uh, tepache these are all called wild sodas because you're using the microbes uh, not from a scoby but from say you know the skins of ginger from the skins of pineapple so uh, the carbonation is also very good because you know you can't control them whereas in kombucha kind of you know how much carbonation is going to happen right that's interesting uh i just wanted to ask you've also been true to your name trying out wild berries in uh, yes. uh raspberry no it wasn't yeah, raspberry yeah raspberry. in in raspberry kombucha raspberry yeah. strawberries How, she's selling strawberries too yeah strawberries uh, strawberry kombucha no yeah. strawberries oh, strawberries. Just strawberries as well as well so how does that work so is that like also like a tepache where it's a fruit which gives the fermentation because there's no scooby involved there as well right or is no, there no 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 that that is kombucha right now that's just kombucha flavored with a wild berry oh okay interesting so yeah. and that is easy enough to add because you're using real berries in the thing to yeah, do yeah, it yeah and that doesn't interfere with the fermentation process when you use berries no. because it is sugar right so i don't know maybe it doesn't affect it there know. is some natural sugars but berries are not as sweet say suppose you take pineapple pineapple is a, pineapple is a really sweet fruit yeah. so there's lot of sugars in it guava is a fruit which has lot of sugars in it um, but berries actually do not have that much of sugars but the fizz is quite nice the taste is also quite nice a lot of them prefer that tartness from berries right interesting so are you so do you have like a a wish list for the different kinds of kombucha that you do Or, or do you have like a a preference order In of kombuchas? Of yeah, that you'd like to make ah. first. What is it that you have mm. that you can that you like, mm. and what is it that you'd want to have that you don't have right now? Yeah, okay. In terms of flavors of kombucha. Yeah, because you have a lot of kombucha, right? Like I you know. have, like you had like a Christmas special kombucha or something, I right? I did. I did. Uh, I don't. It was called something else. Christmas special. Christmas I special? think later okay. after Christmas we called it Christmas hangover because <laughs> 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 we still had the flavor with us. <laughs> like Christmas to khatam ho gaya, but how can uh, we still use this? <laughs> yes, so it was a Christmas hangover. I think I should get it off the menu now. It's long <laughs> due after Christmas. Um. Uh, so i think doing small batch kombucha allows me to do all these experiments with different flavors i don't have a fixed menu every time people have to ask me like what flavors are available and uh, that's why i'm currently doing uh, uh, a website which is uh, powered by pepo where you know i can control the menu and i can keep updating every day whenever whatever stock is available with me and uh, i'm trying uh, the way where i'm looking at is 
I want to be able to grow whatever I want to flavor my kombucha with. I want to be able to grow all of these things. So we started putting pineapple heads in our garden and we are seeing just seeing a flower and a fruit after two years of planting it. <laughs> we're growing turmeric in our garden. We're growing ginger in our garden. Uh, we just planted a mulberry plant too. I'm not sure if I can grow raspberries in Hyderabad climate, strawberries, I don't know. But yeah, I'd like to try. And uh, some other wild berries also I'm exploring. Whenever we go for a hike, uh, some person, a local person shows that, you know, hey, this is an edible berry, but it doesn't have much of uh, pulp in it, much of uh, flesh in it. It's mostly seed, but it is still a berry. So I tried that. It was quite fizzy. So, you know, there's a lot of uh, native wild berries to explore. Wow. Hyderabad native berry kombucha that's that's something i'd uh, like to drink um but i think that's a good note to end our podcast on yeah. uh thank you so much for being with us niharika this was lovely thank you for listening to us and uh, please follow wildberry organics on instagram do you have to plug any events that you have um nothing right not really now. no uh, cool uh make sure you end up ordering lots of kombucha because it's getting hot in hyderabad anyway <laughs> Right. Yeah, very, very. Uh, I'm sorry I turned off the... Go for those sub- su- subscriptions, guys. Go for those <laughs> subscriptions. Yeah, uh, I think... Thank you. Thank you for having me, Kritarth and Saurav. I was not sure what would we talk for uh, a podcast, but looks like we had a lot to talk today. Yeah, we spent today. two hours. <laughs> yeah, two and a half. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we, that's been fun. Uh, we've been the Hyderabad Hiccup. Thank you for listening. See you around next week. No, we won't, but we'll see you and we'll see you.